0: Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of I Know Why the Nick Cage Bird Sings. The podcast where we watch every Nicolas Cage movie in chronological order so that you don't have to. Uh, I'm joined this week, as I am every week, with the wonderful Hannah Martin. Hannah, how are you?
1: I'm wonderful.
0: (laughs) You've got this look in your eye. So uh, for returning uh, listeners, you know that we, we like to look up an article or two about the movie after we've watched the movie of the week. And um, Hannah's looking up this article, and she didn't even want to read it to me until we were on air, so uh, <laughs> I think this is going to be a really good episode. So welcome to episode three. We are going to discuss a movie called Valley Girl from 1983. And Hannah really can't keep in her, her laughter and smiling, so um, we might just get right into it. Um, just briefly, overall, 1983, It's a, I think it's positioned as a romantic comedy um, and it's one it's of... like
1: a Romeo and Juliet star-crossed yeah. lovers. Yeah, it's one <laughs> of
0: those like, oh, she's from the valley and he's from the city. How are they ever gonna find love? Kind of thing. So, real simple overview. Um, usually, one of the first segments we do, like I said, is Hannah finds an article about where Nicholas Cage is in his life. So, Hannah, why don't you take it over? What do you got for me? All
1: right. So this film marked Nick Cage's biggest role to date because, as you've yeah. heard from the previous two podcasts you know best of times he was just a supporting character right and then in fast times at Ridgemont High he was considered for the lead and then we think he was too weird he was too weird yeah. in his audition and he may have also had some other issues on set so he was most likely fired um, his
0: scenes definitely got cut for sure yeah
1: so Martha Coolidge who was paid only five thousand dollars to direct this movie oh which, wow I don't know
0: It kind of (laughs) shows. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean,
1: I don't know, inflation-wise, like how much. Oh, how much that equates to today? Yeah, sure. It seems like not enough. Right. Um, (laughs) Who gave gave him a chance? Um, Mm -hmm. So she didn't know that he was a Coppola.
0: Yeah, so this is actually the first movie where Nick Cage goes by Nick Cage. Um, So he wanted to, you know, as we've said several times before, he wanted to avoid nepotism by being compared to his uh, his uncle. But uh, so also, I don't know if if you're going to read this part or not, if that's part of your article, but he changed his name to Nick Cage after the comic book character, Luke Cage, um, because he's a big comic book fan. So as evidenced by some of his later movies. But anyway, what else? What what do you got? What's what's the story?
1: So when uh, when this director, Martha Coolidge, Sign on to direct this movie. She was really desperate to find a leading actor who wasn't just like a pretty boy in Hollywood.
0: Well, he certainly is not a pretty boy. (laughs) He's got a gap tooth and some wild hair in this movie.
1: Yeah, so she was saying that we saw everybody from the generation, like the general age that they're trying to cast for. Mm -hmm. And she almost cast uh, Judd Nelson, but he was tied up. Wow. So, during the casting process, she walked over to a pile of headshots, came across one named Nicolas Cage, didn't obviously recognize his name or anything, and then after What, you mean
0: she didn't recognize <laughs> him from Best of Times? <laughs> well, Sorry. he wasn't
1: Nicolas Cage in Best of Times, so he I know, was Coppola. I know, I'm kidding, know, I'm um, kidding. Yeah, so after she saw his audition, she decided that she wanted him for Randy. So, Nick Cage said that he couldn't do the part because he was committed to acting in one of uh, his uncle's films, Rumblefish.
0: Yeah, I think that's next week's episode. Yeah. Or next week's on movie.
1: So, Coolidge didn't realize that Francis Ford Coppola was yeah. Nick's uncle. hmm Right. So, that's that. Um, so, <laughs> in order to get into this character... Oh, God. ...Nicholas Cage decided that he would live in his car while shooting the movie. Okay. So, the director was like... She said that she remembers chastising him about the danger of living in his car in Hollywood... Mm. And how we couldn't call him if they right. needed him on set. Yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so he would use pay phones. Okay. Since obviously there's no cell phones back then. Right. Um, he, oh, okay. So this is a, in a different movie. He did something else that's mentioned in this. So we'll All get right. there. We'll get there then. All right. So yeah, he's um, living in his car. Uh, also, he had not gotten his teeth fixed before this movie. Right. That Um, was evident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, and he also shaved his chest hair for this movie.
0: I thought so. Mm -hmm. He had, like, a perfect triangle of chest hair. Yep. It was so weird looking.
1: Uh, Probably the hardest thing for him to do was look the part, is what he said. Really? Meaning that he had to shave his chest hair. That was the the hardest thing? That was the hardest thing for him. Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) What a guy. We love this guy. That's
1: Nick in the early... 80s
0: living in his car (laughs) it's It's like he does method acting but the wrong kind of method acting it's like i
1: also want to say that there's nothing about this character that would make me think that he lives in a car
0: yeah i mean there's nothing about this character that makes me think he lives in a home
1: (laughs) yeah but for him to be like in order to get into character i must live in a car yeah it doesn't really equate
0: yeah Uh, that's weird
1: and in order to get into character, I really have to shave my chest, which is going to be a real burden on my life. Like that doesn't—that also doesn't make any sense. Yeah,
0: yeah no, <laughs> not at all. What? Why? Why did he have to shave it? Like his... once. Yeah, or twice. But he
1: was on the beach in the beginning, and then he has like low-cut shirts. Oh my god! You yeah. To see like the line. The but that's shirt. That's it. He's, he only has a shirt off like one time. Yeah. Maybe twice. Like, will give him that.
0: Right. Yeah, why real,
1: real burden on him <laughs> <laughs> shaving his chest?
0: It's like it's like yeah, I'm a method actor. I'm gonna live in my car. It's like okay, well the character doesn't live in his car, and then it's like I'm a method actor. i like, gonna- It's
1: fine. It's fine. Uh, I'll just pay. Uh, I'll just use payphones. I'm gonna get
0: cobras in the act plans. Like <laughs> that's not. This is Ghost Rider. This isn't Cobra Rider. What are you? Why are you acting like snakes? He's crazy. He's a crazy <laughs> dude. Oh my god. Um.
1: Yeah, and the crazy, <laughs> the crazy was very evident.
0: Oh, this was, was like the movie. first time we get like real nick cage we get that nouveau shamanic acting <laughs> yeah that method that he uh yeah he created
1: on his own that he's gonna write a book about one oh on god
0: we i guess we'll have to read it <laughs> so you want to go through the movie or do you have more uh uh stories well some
1: of these facts are about the movie and i'll i'll just insert them as we as go we, as we go when okay. i see them fit in well you know? great
0: all right, yeah. So I mean, like we said, you know, this is a, a another one of those kind of uh, of a time movies of the '80s of high school life in the '80s. They're high school age. Um, nobody looks high school age in this movie. Uh, one of the things that I noticed immediately, one of the early scenes, actually the first scene that we see in Nick Cage is. So this the movie. Uh, <laughs> this movie centers around this one girl and her like three or four friends, and so they're on the beach, and you hear the waves crashing and you almost can't hear them speak at all throughout the entire movie <laughs> cuz
1: the director was something paid that it's like it's fine
0: these. it's like they you can't hear the other actors like in this entire movie the sound editing is horrendous um so we're constantly turning the the volume up and down so we may have missed a few things <laughs> for that reason um so yeah, so the first scene is we see Nicolas Cage on the beach and and the girl say, "Oh, what a hunk!" And I actually i I wrote down the words "chest hair" because I thought it looked weird because it's like a perfect triangle of chest hair. But uh, yeah, so the first scene we see him, um, you know, he's talking to his he friend. Made a
1: real sacrifice for you.
0: Yeah, the ch- shaving, shaving his, his chest. Shaving it was for his me. Chest. It Thank was just you. For you specifically. Oh wow, that's mm-hmm. so nice. Yeah.
1: He said it too early. In the- you missed it because the audio quality wasn't good. <laughs> right. But he whispered into the camera. He's like, Steve, this is for you
0: so weird i don't (laughs) like that Um, so the first the first scene was kind of funny too because so the his friend overhears the girls talking about this party so his friend comes up to nick comes up to nick cage and he goes hey we're going to this party in the valley and he goes what huh i don't want to go to the valley and then it quick cuts he goes i don't want to go to the valley cut (laughs) to the next scene i'm just like okay that was that was kind of quick but like
1: blackout (laughs) Too. A blackout, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like insert a commercial break here or something, you know. Oh, I want
1: to go to the valley. Stop.
0: Stop. <laughs> so then, you know, the very next scene is them at the party, and we're at the party, or or the girls are getting ready to go to the party, and the parents come out, and uh, the parents of the girls. First of all, nobody looks the age that they're supposed to be in this movie. I know that sometimes high school people playing high school are always older. But this is the opposite, where the parents look younger (laughs) than the kids. I (laughs) swear
1: to God, the mom looked at least, like, five years younger than her daughter.
0: It made no sense. (laughs) And also, the first words that we hear out of the main actresses, like, the lead's dad is like, oh, Julie, if I were 20 years younger, it's so creepy.
1: There's this weird dynamic between Julie and her father for the entirety of the movie. Yeah. And I... I mean, we'll get into it
0: later. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, obviously, like we said, this is supposed to be a romantic, maybe a rom-com type of movie. I say maybe because I I didn't think it it was that funny. funny. (laughs) (laughs) But, but like, you know, and it's supposed to be opposites attract type of thing. But, honestly, Julie seemed attracted to her father way more than (laughs) attracted to Nick Cage, which is so creepy. So,
1: the actress who plays Julie...
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I forget her name. Deborah Foreman Deborah Foreman okay also it's not. if you look up the movie like on IMDB or something you'll see the poster for the movie and it's Nick Cage and, and it's a, a woman who woman. a blonde woman who is not Deborah Foreman <laughs> yeah, I don't know why run. that's I don't know why that's the case they couldn't <laughs> they get say her. it here. oh they say oh, yeah. okay what do you got it
1: says <clears throat> notice anything odd about this movie poster and then they yeah the picture of the movie poster like how that isn't Deborah Foreman or that this girl isn't even in the film? It turns out that the studio wanted to avoid extra fees when paying the actress, so they just hired a model for the promotional poster.
0: That's fucked up. That doesn't
1: make any sense.
0: Also, this movie is called Valley Girl.
1: It's about her.
0: It's Yeah, the movie is about her. She gets the most screen time, not him.
1: He also has hair that he didn't have in the movie.
0: Well, his hair is all over the place throughout this it's entire movie. It's half
1: blue and half red.
0: Oh, yeah. No, he doesn't dye his hair. His friend dyes his hair. his friend is Quentin
1: Tarantino. Yeah,
0: his friend is not Quentin Tarantino. (laughs) I swear to
1: God, his friend was Quentin Tarantino. It's not
0: Quentin Tarantino. He looks like Quentin Tarantino in some select scenes, but it is not Quentin Tarantino.
1: (laughs) Okay, so what I was going to say is Deborah Foreman, who plays Julie, had some words to share about her chemistry with Nick Cage. Oh, really? Yeah. So she said, I loved Nick Cage's eyes. I thought that he had great energy. Okay. I thought he was scary to me emotionally. I was feeling stuff inside. He was triggering stuff in me that I had never experienced in my life. I didn't even have a boyfriend prior to the movie. I had strong feelings for Nick. Wow. <laughs> when the film ended, we had a conversation. I actually went up to San Francisco with him for a weekend. When we I came back, an ultimatum was made. Let's just put it that way. And I decided not to go to the, with the ultimatum. And we were never together after that. Wow. So for for this actress, she also says that the breakup scene in the movie was difficult, which spoiler alert, they break up and
0: Yeah, I mean that comes back in back any co- in any romantic movie, yeah.
1: <laughs> I think deep down I didn't want to be breaking up with him, and I didn't want to go there to predestine myself. I was what? really resisting the whole experience. It was uncomfortable beyond means. Sweetheart, you're an actress.
0: So I'm just imagining somebody going like, "Hey Martha, listen. We're going to make this movie, it's real low budget, it's $5,000." Here's the two weirdest people we know. Nicolas Cage and Deborah uh, Foreman or whatever her name is.
1: Yeah. She became nothing after that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, there wasn't really much. We should probably mention it now because... So, the next scene, obviously, is they're at the party, right? And early in the, in the party, one of um, uh, Deborah Foreman's friends, one of Julie's friends, is uh, this kind of short blonde girl with a bit of a squeaky voice. And we're like, man, this girl really sounds like Tommy Pickles. And it was Tommy Pickles. It, it was E.G. Daily. E.G. Daly. Um, so
1: they have facts about E.G. Daily. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. And she admitted that she had no idea how to talk like a valley girl. So she claimed that her character was from Malibu. And that makes so much sense because I could not understand a single word that this girl was saying. Could you?
0: No, because she was always like...
1: She had the weirdest accent Thirty. 30-
0: Thirty yards from a microphone <laughs> <laughs> and just and then there was like running water next to the microphone and she's trying to shout at the camera or something
1: but also she like the tommy pickles in her voice just superseded anything else so i couldn't hear i just all i could hear was tommy pickles
0: oh yeah i mean we didn't it, know she didn't until valley like girl yeah we didn't know until after right, yeah. uh that it was we E.G. Daily because because it was elizabeth daly and we were like i don't know who elizabeth daly is but So the whole time we were just like, oh, yeah, what's that Tommy Pickle sounded chick's name? We're like, oh, no, no, no. She's hanging out with the Tommy Pickle sounded chick. Yeah, Um, so we
1: we got one of two. I was like, oh, Quentin Tarantino and Tommy Pickles.
0: (laughs) I want a remake of this movie. (laughs) Where it's Quentin Tarantino. (laughs) With with Quentin Tarantino and and maintaining. Well, apparently Michelle
1: Pfeiffer was supposed to play Julie, the main character.
0: Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Um, (laughs) So... This next scene, where we're at the party, like I said, and it gets w- one of the highlights. What if you were to look up a highlight reel of this movie? I think you actually looked one up earlier.
1: Yeah, and I'll pull some of the audio from it as well.
0: Okay, but one of the one of the great quotes from this movie comes from this scene where he just looks at Julie and he goes, "Hot, very hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot, very hot. <laughs> it's so weird." So they show up to the party, him and his friend, and they're wearing matching clothes and. They're I big pirates. They look like they they look like Rufio from Hook. You ever seen Hook? Yeah, Rufio, Rufio, Rufio with like the big hair and it's dyed red and they're wearing like s- vests and sleeveless and shirts And It's funny under because vests. they
1: comment they were like, "Oh, if we knew this was a costume party, we would have dressed up." And I'm like,
0: "Bro, you're like,
1: you are dressed
0: I up. I thought this was a costume party. Oh, I didn't know it was a costume party." It's like, dude, what are you wearing?
1: He really did speak like that by the time this movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's he's really coming into his 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 voice, is Nick Cage voice, and this also, this scene also has a great scream at the end. So he's, you know, hitting on Julie, and Julie's ex boyfriend is there, um, and so he, you know, they kind of get into a tussle, and Nick Cage gets thrown out of the party, and it's this great "fuck you." I'll, I'll play it. All right, let's hear it. If we keep that first part of that clip in, you can hear the background noise. There's just there's so much back you can't make out anything. If I were like visually impaired trying to enjoy this movie, I'd have a horrible time. You can't hear anything. There was one scene later Dick Cage wasn't in it, but there was one scene where one of the characters goes, "What was that?" And and it was very One of the few lines It was like Hey come over here And he goes What was that And I'm like Of course he can't hear Nobody can hear But um Yeah so it was a great Hot very hot And a great Fuck you Fuck you (laughs) So they get thrown out of the party And so him and his friend Are driving down the street And they just pull over (laughs) And Nick Cage gets out of the car And he's like (laughs) And he's like What was that man We're going back to the party I was getting along with that chick We're going back Halfway home, they're halfway. Yeah, they're like in the middle of a street.
1: <laughs> and then he makes this, the worst U turn you've ever seen.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it was just a bad U turn or if it was the car, the car didn't have
1: any turning radius whatsoever, yeah. and he like scoops around. But it's it, to it, run it, back and to to find Julie.
0: Right. So, but it's also like you know we're sort of getting out of this old style of movie making where you just. You leave the camera on the car as it U turns. Like, you don't have to show the car for a full 30 (laughs) seconds making, like, a damn K turn. Just show us him at the party again. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We can read between the lines. Right. Yeah. It's like,
0: It's like those really old movies from like the 50s or something. Well, where like the phone
1: rings. The
0: phone rings and you watch someone walk across the room to answer the phone. And you're like, oh my God, get to it already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or someone knocks at the door and then they spend like 30 seconds looking at each other. Like, who could that be? And then it's like, ah, just get to the door already.
1: So he gets back to the party.
0: Sneaks and- in through the bathroom. Yeah, the well, window because, of the bathroom. You know, he, yeah, he's
1: kicked he, out yeah. and he didn't want to get beat up by this yeah. ex boyfriend and whatever yeah. he knew the people were out for him. Which so is... he sneaks into the bathroom and decides to hide in the shower.
0: Yeah. So that's weird. Very weird. he just hides in the shower. And I think
1: there's only one bathroom in this house. So yeah. every like there's like fifty people at this party or something. So mm-hmm. everyone who has to go to the bathroom, Nick Cage is just creeping on them.
0: Right. Yeah, so he's just hanging out in the shower. So the you know, first like two women come in and use the bathroom or something, and they're talking about boys. Which again, I don't think this movie passes the Bechdel test—the test where two two women talk to each other about something that's mm-hmm. not a man. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he like watches women go to the bathroom. He watches people have sex. He watches people like light up a, a joint or something. And when he watches people light up the joint, for some reason, he does like finger guns and uh, like as if to he, like, like
1: pretends like, to shoot them like, like he's he, shooting somebody
0: why like why so his plan is to sneak into the bathroom hide in the shower until this i got a text message i'm sorry (laughs) but um yeah his plan is to sneak into the shower and then just hide there until julie comes in so that he can ambush her after presumably she's just taken a leak and be like let's get out of here and he does pops
1: up right behind her and probably scares the absolute shit out of her
0: yeah and she's like oh, okay, let's go. He's like, he's like, let's get out of here. She says, where will we go? And he goes, anywhere. <laughs> She's like, what will we do? And he goes, I don't care, anything, or something like that. And it's like, ugh. And again, they don't. I don't think that they have good chemistry. I guess the actress felt differently. But I don't think that they have good chemistry on, on set, but whatever.
1: So I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? Did you think that the script itself was... Mm,
0: what? ...good? good no i wouldn't say good. holistic holistic no definitely not
1: so the script was written in 10 days
0: that sounds about right is that it is that okay all right okay so the next scene is you know so he's like meet me out front after ambushing her in the bathroom they get into the car and she brings a friend along because he's got a friend. So. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin, it's not Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> it's Quentin Tarantino. But, <laughs> so, so the four of them now, it's almost like a montage. They're driving through the city because this Valley girl's never been to downtown LA or something. Been She's never, she's never been, been left to Hollywood. The yeah. So <laughs> as he's driving down, it's another good Nick Cage scream that I think yeah, you're going to pull up. up. Yeah, so he's just kind of like slowing down as he passes by people on the street and he's yelling at them, just like hey Rico I thought you had a mohawk and it's like a bunch of a bunch of dudes just come up to the car and start like humping it almost they just start doing like this weird movement with their waists as they sashay up on up wow, onto the car sashay. thank you <laughs> um, but uh yeah he goes no way Bob or yeah, something like that I mean, yeah
1: <clears throat> it's he's in his element like it's very clear that he's, this is it's his this is his comfort zone. This he's just yelling nonsense at people. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's just nonsense.
1: <laughs> All right, here we go.
0: Let's see if we can hear this scream. <laughs> there you go. That. He's like, because <laughs> <like>, ah! <laughs> he sees a buddy of his on the street. Now, let me ask you this: Say you hit it off with some guy at a party, right? And it's like, let's get out of here. And you're driving in his nice car down the street. And he starts yelling at people on the street. You're like, get me out of this fucking car. i be
1: like, take me home, please. Take me
0: home. Mm-hmm. You're so weird. Like, that's not... I don't know. I don't know. that. I, I don't know what to say. It's just not normal human behavior. No. Yeah.
1: He's not a normal human. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is true. So they make their way to uh, this club. This, like, rocker club type of thing. Which I guess was kind of counterculture in the 80s. And um, they share their first kiss. Uh, they're talking about the differences. The, it gets oddly philosophical. This scene. They're talking about the similarities and differences of being from the valley and being from Hollywood, I guess. And they're like, "So what do you do for fun?" And it's like, you know, just hang out with friends and buy clothes. And it's like, see, we're not that different, <laughs> you know. And then, and then it's just like real Romeo and Juliet. At situation. one point, I don't. I honestly this conversation again because the music was way louder than anybody's voice i could barely tell what was going on which
1: song steve
0: i don't remember the song would it
1: have been i'll stop the world and melt with you that was played three <laughs> times in this movie <laughs>
0: yeah hannah turns to me and she goes like well they paid for the song they might as well use it they played, they played the, the, full, full song the full song like, at least two twice. and a half times yeah at least twice <laughs> but um yeah at one point Nick Cage goes you're all fucking programmed <laughs> which okay fine <laughs> it's like that uh, Bo Burnham thing where it's like you know goth kids all you know dress the same because they don't want to conform you know what I mean it's like oh you're programmed to to do this it's like you're literally wearing a matching outfit to your buddy I think he, I think he called them sheeple did he call them sheeple
1: I think he, I think he called them sheeple <laughs>
0: We just watched this movie, but there's so much nonsense in this movie. Well,
1: this this podcast is very different than our previous two because there's so much more content. There's a ton of Nick Cage to talk this movie. about. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I don't know. Naturally, it, I, we're we're talking we're, like we just finished watching this movie because yeah. I know that I would have forgotten half of it
0: yeah. if we waited. Because half of this movie is very forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna remember most of this movie tomorrow. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so they have their first kiss and even Julie in this scene is just like, I don't know why, but I'm just so attracted to you and I'm like, You're clearly not You're, You're... more
1: attracted to your dad, girl.
0: <laughs> Very <laughs> oddly.
1: They have such chemistry.
0: Her and her dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they, like
1: kissed at one point. <laughs> so spe-
0: <laughs> yeah, so speaking of chemistry, there's this subplot that makes oh my no God! sense. Where so that one of Julie's friends? Who threw the party? Mm-hmm.
1: The part—it's always at this girl's house. Yeah,
0: it's like the one—one one of like four sets. She's of probably the like the of richest yeah, of the people
1: in the valley. And her parents, like at this party, her parents are like making sushi for everybody.
0: So. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> everyone's parents are like really chill.
0: Yeah, they're like all hippies or something. Yeah. yeah that's they're just all the like, point. "I yeah. just
1: want you to be happy. I don't care that you came home at five a.m. <laughs> yeah. Like, as long as you're not hurting anyone or yourself."
0: Yeah. Hell no.
1: No. If my kids came home time. at 5am.
0: I was worried sick about you.
1: Yeah. yeah. In the 80s when there's no cell phones. Right. When Nick Cage has to use payphones because he didn't have a home.
0: <laughs> when you got a, he's living in a car. You got a buck <laughs> Nick Cage on loose. <laughs> <laughs> but, so this party that they're at. So, you know, kind of going back a scene or two here. This party that they're at. I feel like somebody who doesn't know what a party is. Directed this <laughs> directed the scene. Somebody was like, you know, a party. We There's know like who the
1: director is. Chips
0: in just soda. Say it,
1: Steve, call her out. <laughs>
0: Martha something or other. Yeah. I don't remember. But no, I just feel like somebody explained what a party was to somebody, and that's how this scene. It's everybody doing that kind of like shoulder dance. But and No, not this isn't great. No, nobody's you, in rhythm. Yeah, you know that.
1: I think you mentioned this. You were like, oh, they're probably not filming. They're probably filming in like silence. Yeah. They probably don't
0: have any music. Yeah. Or if they do, the music was way too loud. <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't hear anybody. <laughs>
1: it was so loud they couldn't even tell what the beat was.
0: So the the friend who's throwing the party, she's really into this guy, Skip, right? And so Skip meets her parents. She wants him to meet her parents. Great. And Skip and this chick's mom, they have real on screen chemistry.
1: More than Julian or Daddy. But
0: I know, yeah. And this whole movie, we're like, Skip and her mom are gonna fuck. Like this is gonna happen. They're gonna have sex. <laughs> and um, there's a scene
1: that he comes to her.
0: Thank God you, you're finishing that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's a few scenes with Skip, which makes no sense. <laughs> Skip is doesn't have any scenes with any of the two leads, either of the two leads, I should say. It's so random. He's this random guy. He's not even, like, third in line for importance in this movie. He doesn't advance the plot at all. None whatsoever. None of the other girls have, like, romantic interests.
1: Yeah, the one friend with Quentin Tarantino.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess she's sort of with Quentin Tarantino. But, like... So, he delivers groceries. for Skip delivers groceries for a living. And so he goes to deliver groceries to this chick's mom by the pool. And she's, like really giving him the eyes like what do you want to say to me right now skip say it and that scene lasted
1: have you ever seen the stacy's mom music video it's basically that it's that it's
0: basically that it's five full minutes this scene (laughs) of skip and his mom and this person's mom
1: just like staring at each other staring at each other make a move skip
0: right and then it just cuts away and we're back to nick cage you know at the club or something why? Why is it in there? What's happening? Nothing. I I'm, I was starting to lose my to lose my uh, shit around that scene. I really was. <laughs> um, so anyway, going back to to the scenes. Where were we? All right. So they're, they're in the the car. They're montaging. They're yelling at people. They're at the club. They have a kiss. All right. Now they're just sitting in the car and they're making out. We um, talk about how hmm.
1: Nick. Makes out with other actresses. Oh
0: my god, he manhandles her. He puts his hands all over her face. Like, he grabs her face. He's
1: like eating
0: her. He's got a huge face. His face... Is engulfing her. His mouth might as well be over top of her head. (laughs) It's ridiculous. He grabs her by the cheeks. Oh, he really grabs her.
1: Poor girl. She loved it, apparently.
0: She wanted to date him. And he's probably like listening to me. Ultimatum. But... Yeah, <laughs> I saw, so I saw that she won some some sort of award for like um, most rising star. Yeah, no. yeah, it was like most promising young star uh, for the critically acclaimed Valley Girl. This movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's terrible. Yeah. Critically acclaimed. I
1: don't think she's going well. And yeah, then she she didn't, didn't go to amount her. to anything. Yeah.
0: So yeah. So, yeah, so anyway, he's manhandling her face, and and he goes to drop her off after, you know, like you said, 5 a.m. It's 6 a.m. or something. And her parents stayed up, because... Oh, my God! And she enters the house, Julie enters the house, and her mom is literally... Spread eagle. Yeah, with, like, see-through pants, just she, no, right by the wearing, door.
1: she's wearing, like, pantyhose.
0: Yeah. I, I thought it was, like, leggings or no, something that you dress could... No, yeah. she on
1: with pantyhose, and she is, like... Upside down, inverted. Yeah,
0: I mean you don't like spread
1: eagle. Yeah, you don't like alone. see
0: anything. No, she's with the the father. Yeah, but
1: like he's not doing anything with no. her. Like, she's just on the floor. No,
0: I guess it's like yoga or <laughs> he's, something. like thirty feet away. Right. It is very, very, very weird. <laughs>
1: and then she's like, "Oh, honey, where were you?" And it's like, "She's been gone for hours. <laughs> You're not more worried about her." <laughs>
0: With a boy that you never met? They're like, oh, no, as long as you're healthy and happy and you're not hurting anyone. And it's like, bitch, get home on time. <laughs> but, um, yeah, anyway. So after that scene, we see Nick again because uh, they're previously she was like, yeah, I work at this health food store. So he goes to visit her at work. And uh, I, I wrote down... He's got a great outfit in this scene. It's very like disco. It's got, he's only got like two buttons buttoned, and you it perfectly frames his chest hair, mm. and you know like leather pants or something. It's great. So he picks her up from work, and she's like, "Yeah, I have flexible hours. My parents are fine." And again, there's another scene with her talking to her dad, and it's very it is charged. So sexual. It's charged that scene for sure.
1: Is that when she kisses him goodbye?
0: I think it might be like full on the lips. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, they go back into the car, and, they're, and it's another montage of them going on dates, so they're, they've they been dating for a while now, and a, another montage of I'll stop the world and melt for you <laughs> yeah. playing for like a second time already. So one of the parts of this montage is uh, Nick Cage and Julie are at the mall, and this is probably going to win our best dressed moment of the movie. It, what, what was he wearing? It was like a t-shirt, and...
1: So he had on this black graphic t-shirt. I don't know what it said. Nah. Um, and then he had a a black and white leopard print or cheetah print. I don't even know what animal print this was. (laughs) It was like a blouse. (laughs) Yeah, like button up short sleeve blouse, like over top open. Yeah. And (laughs) the best part of it was that this blouse, like the sleeves were short enough that the black t-shirt underneath just, just peeked out, you know, just Mm. a bit underneath. It was very... Very classy, very understated. Yeah,
0: if there's one thing we know about Nick Cage, it's that he's very understated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he puts on his sunglasses inside and he's got this crazy hair. Mm. Hollywood um, hair, maybe? Hollywood hair. There's something in the water. You ever look at pictures of Tom Holland before and after Spider-Man? His hair goes straight up. Or John Krasinski, yeah. same thing.
1: yeah hollywood in, like, later hair. seasons of the office oh my god it yeah. goes
0: straight up it <clears> goes up for and... days yeah that the dude from um it's um new girl uh, max greenfield who plays schmidt yeah oh, his, his hair always
1: was like his that, hair is though. like
0: twice the length of his face <laughs> it's incredible what they do in hollywood i don't know why and we don't think twice about it i don't know anyway <laughs> so oh my god i wrote well, this during during this uh, um uh,
1: montage we were talking about this earlier you know the way a script is is it tells you what you're going to say and then maybe it will give you like a direction or something it'll be like Nick walks toward the door and opens mm. it and looks surprised and then it's up to the actor to decide how like what they're yeah. going to do with their body or their face or whatever <laughs> Right yeah and nick just makes the weirdest choices he
0: does he sure does
1: like in the bathtub when for whatever reason <laughs> he, he, sh- he pretends he to shoot people. Be people it's like
0: no no no. why are you mad at them you're wrong <laughs>
1: but he was it was like a war scene honestly like he was like in the field <laughs> camouflaged like the way that he you know like yeah. the way that he approached that scene like he would have right it no made it's no not sense. yeah and then he, i don't know like they walk into clubs and he like knocks on the wall or something and just does something really weird. Like he's so weird. He yeah. just makes such strange choices.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe you could say, well, maybe it's part of his character because he's supposed to be different. No, I think it's just. But him. I think it's him. Yeah, I think it's just him. So, <laughs> so we're finding a lot of parallels between these first three movies. Um, one of which, and same with oh, this movie, school. we'll I get mean, to high school yeah. in general. mall culture, mall high sure. school. Um, they always end in a dance for some reason. They Every movie's end. ended in a dance. Um, another thing that's pretty strange is that two of three movies so far have dealt with someone's mom's lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a scene with Julie and her friends and they're, I don't know, the one, the one mom that wants to bang Skip. Mm-hmm. They're in her bedroom and they're all like trying on her lingerie. What? Why? Why? Is this so something weird. girls do? No. <laughs> Is this something girls did in the 80s? I write you
1: it. You weren't. Uh, write,
0: write it. Tweet at us. <laughs> if you. They all
1: also were wearing like, right before that scene, they all had on a, like a solid colored tank top and then a matching pair of underwear. And right. It was all different. So like, clearly the costume designer made that choice for them. It was like, all right, it, Megan's going to be in purple mm-hmm. and then Susan's going to be in pink. Yeah. You know? And it, it just like, do, like you have... <laughs> do you have
0: any tank tops that match a pair of underwear that well?
1: Yeah, I mean, I have plain... Would you ever wear that
0: with your girlfriends? No. No. (laughs) But, like, in Best of Times, Nick Cage is washing his mom's lingerie. And and
1: then... it gets all cheeky and, like, winks at the camera. He's like, hey, hey, look at this.
0: And they're doing the same thing in this movie.
1: It's weird.
0: Why are people obsessed with their mother's lingerie? I don't get it. Um, So, Nick Cage actually goes away for a while. uh, And for some reason... Because her friends are total shit. Um, Julie can't decide between her ex-boyfriend who like cheated on her and treated her like crap, and she can't decide between her ex-boyfriend and Nick. And Cage. Nick, just
1: cause he's different.
0: Well, oh, he's so different.
1: He's so all you he's know. He's not that he's different. He's really not that different.
0: Yeah. I I don't know. So he he goes away for a while while she thinks about it. She kinda gets back together with her ex.
1: <laughs> and he just keeps popping up.
0: Oh no, we're not there yet. Oh not yet. <laughs> yeah, no. So, yeah, but so he goes so he just shows up. Yeah, so I guess you're right. Yeah, he does show up to her front door.
1: Well, there will, no, no, there will be like montages of her going out with
0: Yeah, no, that's later. Oh,
1: sorry.
0: <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah, but so he shows up to the front door and she basically breaks up with him. And there. Oh,
1: that's when we in get real some life.
0: great screams, some great quality Nick Cage. <sighs> This is probably the best line in the whole movie. So she basically breaks up with him and he's like, it's because of your effing friends. How dare you? And he's kind of being pretty like normal. You know how someone might react. And he walks away and he gets to the sidewalk and he yells from the sidewalk while she's at the door. Fuck off. For sure. Like totally. (laughs) Brilliant. I like stood up and applauded when I heard that line. It's so stupid.
1: I think he says like, he goes like, fuck you. And then walks away and then is like, fuck off. For, for sure, sure. Like, like totally, totally.
0: <laughs> so and he even before that, he's she's like trying to break up with him. He's like, no, don't break up with me. I love you. So it was like a big thing. So he gets all pissed. Um, yeah, one of my favorite scenes. Crazy for sure.
1: eyes too.
0: Oh my god. He the Yeah, guys. and you're almost like, Mary. she should get back with her ex because this guy's, like, he was, like, kind of forcing his way through the door to be like, no, 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 I yeah, love you, but, like, he, he was pretty forceful. He was pretty creepy He's about it.
1: as forceful with the door as he is with her face when he gets <laughs> out
0: with her. <laughs> He's all over her face. Insane. Um. I don't
1: think he controls his own strength. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> we know this. We know this for sure. Just raw power. <laughs> so, um, then we kind of follow Nick Cage for a while. So he went away for a while, and now he's and now he's back for a while. And we're following him, and he's drinking a lot, and he's back at the club. And uh, there's another great line. He's at the club, and he sees this girl that the audience has never seen before. And he goes, hello, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> and in it's classic Nick Cage delivery. Hello, Samantha. <laughs> and, and him and Samantha just, like, have sex in the bathroom of this uh, club. So and, there's a
1: lot of nudity in this movie. And <clears throat> the oh, director... Yeah. Was ordered to show female nudity at least four really? times. at least four times in order to heighten male interest.
0: I said that. I said that's like our fourth set of boobs that we've seen. <laughs> yep. We saw Tommy Pickles' Only, boobs. Yeah, we did see Tommy we Pickles' boobs. We saw another <laughs> set of boobs when he was in the shower creeping on people. We saw Samantha's boobs. Oh,
1: and then we saw. Um, oh, should we spoil uh, the the.
0: Oh, chip story whatever yeah, I don't remember Skip. when that is because it has nothing to do with the plot. <laughs> but yeah, so Skip is like returning a book to this girl or something. Uh,
1: Expecting th- maybe just her mom to be. Her right. Hoping, I guess hoping that. Man, her mom
0: uh, but we don't know. That. We don't know who he's actually interested <laughs> no, in. I have no idea. <laughs> and so he's like, I'm just returning a book. And he goes upstairs. He lets himself in, goes upstairs. Here's he the, the shower. Running, goes into the, the same shower that Nicolas Cage was hiding in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and he sees this girl showering and he's, and then like, and they, in, I mean, you know, yeah. we're
1: left in suspense. It's like, oh, who is it? Was is it, it the mother or, it or was it the daughter? Or her yeah. mom? Yeah. Or whatever uh, her name Susie? is. Susie? Yeah. Who fucking cares? Yeah.
0: Susie, Stacy, Julie, and Tommy A Bunch of white girls. <laughs> <laughs> and t- yeah, of course a bunch of white girls. But, um, but yeah, so then, you, you know, the next, it cuts away and we see that the mom walks in the front door and then she walks up the stairs and walks in on her daughter having sex with skip and then that's it we don't see skip we don't skip <laughs> we, see don't we don't see susie's mom again
1: nope nope no resolution
0: no why My is that poor in there mom it's probably the whole reason that's in there probably is because they had to get a fourth set of boobs in somehow. You're probably right yeah wow
1: she was this director this poor director was ordered to ordered. Show, ordered. That's what oh it my says. God.
0: This isn't a Weinstein film, is it?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know.
0: No, I don't think it was. It was a different uh, company that I saw in the opening credits. Well, anyway, I don't anyway. think that
1: that would work in 2019.
0: Definitely <laughs> not. Definitely not. Jesus. Oh, God. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so Nick Cage is with Samantha, and, um... <laughs> Yeah, so then Fred comes back, and because Nick Cage almost gets in a fight in the oh, street because he's is drunk. Oh, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, Quentin Tarantino comes back. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I wasn't using his yeah, real so name. Yeah, so
1: Nick gets super drunk, hooks up with Samantha, leaves the club, oh, is Samantha. like really belligerent. There's like some people in a car that he starts screaming at for no apparent reason. Yeah. They get out there, like, oh, hey, let's fight in like whatever. In Spanish. in Spanish. And Nick's like, try to fight them, and then. Quentin Tarantino comes in and like scoops him away and
0: and and then... <laughs> going in an alley. Yeah, and he's he's like, I'm gonna be sick.
1: <laughs> and he keeps turning like toward the wall, and, like retching.
0: Yeah. It's
1: disgusting.
0: What did he say?
1: He says something he's, wild.
0: Go <laughs> on, leave me alone. <laughs> Put me it out of my just, misery. It was
1: the delivery. It was like. Uh, I don't know, he said it like yeah. normally first, and then I guess Quentin Tarantino didn't leave, and then he's like, go on, leave me alone! <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, now we get into a montage of, so Julie's back with her ex, because he's normal to her or something, even though he treats her suck, like crap. and they told her to get back with him. Yeah. And I don't totally know if we wanted. mentioned, but he hooked up with Tommy Pickles in the beginning of the <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, he
1: did
0: hook up with Tommy Pickles. Yeah. So his yeah so her friends are terrible tell tell her to get back with this with her ex so we see this montage of uh nick cage nick cage like wearing costumes and dressing like disguises. up disguises and like ambushing julie all over the place so he jumps into her car as she's like getting ready for driving school or something and he's like i need to talk to you and she's like get out of my car and then he's like taking tickets at the movie theater he's wearing, wearing 3D, glasses. 3d glasses so like, no one else
1: recognizes him but julie does right
0: julie dated this guy for like three months and she was head over heels for him and all of her friends are like oh thank you good sir for taking my ticket like how do you not know what he looks like he's just wearing 3d glasses mm-hmm. and and then he um
1: they go to like the burger joint yeah they go to a drive-in and, yeah, and he's the server and he like takes he, his sunglasses he does and a looks weird he does
0: a weird voice too he like yeah. He I know, couldn't
1: hear anything. I know,
0: I know, because the music was too loud. It was probably "I'll stop the world and bell with you." <laughs> but yeah, it reminded me of like, almost like Mrs. Doubtfire or something that he would <laughs> that he would just put on these disguises to try to trick the people around him into seeing them. You know, you know, like I, I don't know. Very strange. It's really corny. Oh, and then he's. The next, the next time we see him in uh, the last part of this montage, he's in a sleeping bag on her front, oh on her front yard. He's just in a sleeping bag, just That's sleeping sweet. out there. And then she,
1: I guess, she
0: goes out and looks, and then closes her blinds. She's like, "Come on, Julie," and it's like, "Dude, you're wrong again. Like, again, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. There are other ways, right?" And so they, then we see him and his friend. They're standing. They're looking over the the cliff, a cliff or something. He's like. I need a bigger plan. I need I need a better plan. And his and Quentin Tarantino's like, well, I got a great plan for you. Just trust me. And then we don't see him for a while, and everybody's getting ready for the dance.
1: Yeah, they're going to junior
0: prom. Junior prom, yeah. And then, <laughs> oh, oh my god, hold on! I forgot. I so just reminded myself. Right. No, hold on! I just reminded myself. His friends like, I need a new. We need a new plan. And Nick Cage pulls out a whistle. <laughs> And he just blows into this whistle. What? Why? Why? What is it?
1: I have to find it.
0: I don't. I didn't it, even
1: hear it though. Yeah. It was a horrible whistle.
0: It wasn't like a real whistle. It wasn't like, it was like like a, a referee's square. whistle. Yeah, it was a
1: green square. It was
0: like a like a plat like an orange. I thought it was orange. Plastic. It like, was
1: plastic. But
0: it, but was, it was like square. It wasn't a cigarette. Like you, you think, okay, he's lifting something to his mouth.
1: No. He like pulled it out of his like shirt pocket. Right,
0: and I thought, like, okay, maybe it was like a pack of cigarettes and he was gonna pull a cigarette out with his mouth. Even or something. a
1: harmonica would have been less weird. Than a a harmonica would have
0: been pretty weird. Imagine <laughs> this whole movie goes by, no mention of a harmonica. It just There's no
1: mention of this whistle either.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's inexplicable. I don't know what that was. <laughs>
1: But it didn't make much noise.
0: Yeah, because
1: the audio of this movie was so. uh,
0: (laughs) Whistle. So yeah, they. they, So she's getting ready for the dance. Oh yeah.
1: And she's just hanging out with her dad. He's being real creepy. her. this is where they kiss on the lips.
0: Oh okay.
1: And then Tommy, this not Tommy Pickles, the ex-boyfriend. Oh the (laughs) ex-boyfriend, yeah. Comes over. They take pictures. Oh, her dad goes to the bathroom, gets high
0: oh my god oh my god how could i forget about this upcoming scene okay dad goes to the
1: bathroom gets high the mom who's five years younger than her daughter is like steve where are you and he's like i'm looking for the camera and he gets really high in the bathroom comes out starts to take their picture and the scene lasts 10 minutes too long and then julie and tommy leave
0: I lost it.
1: Steve literally had a meltdown.
0: I lost it because what happens next is, like, and, and I didn't write any of this down because Nick Cage wasn't in it, so I'm trying to just kind of recall it from memory. And so they're, they're, talking, they're like,
1: I remember when I went to my first prom. She looked so beautiful. What even? There was, like, then, no real dialogue between them. Right. And then the mom starts, like, rubbing all up on the dad. In like, But, like, not a massage? No.
0: But he goes, What is this? I don't need a massage. This isn't Bangkok. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. But it reminded me of um, do you know the the SNL bit with Aziz Ansari? And um, where it's the really bad dirty talk yes yeah so but because they're on saturday night live and they're both kind of awkward people and it's, it's a,
1: or
0: whatever. is that what her name is i forget yeah her name. the one with like the weird voice it's a little like this yeah yeah so it's a really funny sketch but because they you know they don't want to interrupt the sketch with like actual kissing or something and because they probably barely even know each other all they're doing is just rubbing each other's arms <laughs> yeah. so it's really funny but like if you were to just look at it it would look super awkward and that's pretty so... much what was happening in this I... movie Or in this scene. I
1: just felt secondhand embarrassment.
0: It was so awkward. And then he goes, like, yeah. And it's like, what is this? Bangkok? I don't need the. And this was another one that was like a full five minute scene. It
1: lasted so uncomfortably long.
0: And then she's like, what have you been smoking? Did you save any for me? And he's like, yeah, it's in the bathroom. And then that's it. Like, was that funny? Is that, is that what humor is in
1: 1983? And then the scene cuts, and I just look over at Steve. He just, like, throws his... He, like We're taking notes during these movies. he, like, throws his notebook down. He's like, I'm done! What the fuck did I just watch?
0: <laughs> I think that was my uh, exact reaction. <gasps> what is this?! <laughs> Uh, oh that was wild. That I and and I it probably doesn't sound that wild. No, it, but like, for
1: sure. I don't think we explained that well. I don't think we all. explained it very well at all. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable.
0: Very weird. Like at least the other the other long scene that didn't make sense between Skip and that chick's mom. Like at least that was like.
1: At least they were well acted. They were
0: saying something. They were going back and forth. These it made two sense.
1: Weren't saying anything. No. For like, I'm gonna say three minutes.
0: Probably. Yeah.
1: Have you ever watched something for three minutes?
0: Yeah. I had a, so I had a, I had a teacher in, in high school who wanted us to be respectful in class. So she said, I want you to wait a full five seconds before you respond to somebody. So this, this kid in my class, he was like, really? Five full seconds? So it's one, two, three, four, five. Now I can respond? Like, it's just, it's too much. It doesn't make sense. It's
1: so excessive.
0: Yeah, the the pacing of this movie uh is off is what I think we're trying to say.
1: Mm-hmm. With the cuts.
0: With the cuts. Alright, so last scene. Last scene. We're at the prom because every fucking movie ends with a prom. Um
1: with a nice snack spread on the table and kids always trying to spike just, the punch.
0: Just bumping their shoulders and <laughs> you no know, music. Right, there's <laughs> no to stop the world I'm out with you. <laughs> of course. There's just no real dancing. Everybody's just moving. <laughs> Um <laughs> They hired so, movers,
1: not dancers. So
0: remember, Quentin Tarantino <laughs> Not really Quentin Tarantino. No, it's
1: definitely Quentin Tarantino.
0: He had a big plan. He said, I got a plan for you. Mm-hmm. And the plan was to just go to the dance. That was the plan.
1: So Nick gets frustrated and like well, hits his hits the wall. Well because he's like, this is the plan.
0: Yeah, he's like this is the plan <laughs> So Sorry, they were not teacher. <laughs> so they weren't playing, um, I'll stop the world and melt with you. They were instead they had a live band. Some, oh my god, what,
1: Josie... Josie
0: Cotton or Cotton something, like, button, that. something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. She's like Pat Benatar. The line from the song was, Johnny, are you queer, boy? Johnny, are you queer, boy? Johnny, are you queer? Something like that. It
1: was like, Johnny, you're a
0: weird boy. Johnny, are you queer, boy? Yeah. Sue <laughs> so, was so weird. Everybody's just bumping along like, Oh, this is high school. This is great. <laughs> and then, so I get... Like, nothing really progresses... Um
1: then they're about to announce the king and queen of prom. Exactly. So this teacher gets up there and oh, has like
0: she has a meltdown. A <laughs> and a monologue. And we've never seen this teacher before in this movie. No,
1: this is like the first adult we've seen since her parents. And
0: also she doesn't look like uh, you know any older. No, she
1: looks maybe 2 years older than She looks like the actresses. same age as the actors who was like glasses school. on her and yeah. told her to stand up. Taller. Yeah. It was a, she would look older. Yeah. It was a
0: super depressing speech too. It was like, I remember my prom, I didn't have a date and nobody voted for me for prom queen or something and it was delivered like super sad. Yeah.
1: And she was like, What makes a king nay? Yeah,
0: yeah. But that like is pro- That's probably the only scene or the only part of this movie that I felt like rang true to me. Like, I feel like everybody's got that high school teacher who's like tries. Who's like, oh, I'm a great orator. And it's like, allow me to announce the prom king and queen because she's like, does a king? Does a king wear a, a queen- crown? Nay. nay. Are we all not kings and queens of our own life that we call high school and it's like this is so stupid but this would definitely happen.
1: So in the meantime, while she's giving this speech preparing to announce the king and queen, we already know who the king and queen are. It's Julian and her ex, Tommy. Yeah. They have their crowns on and Nick Cage standing backstage. Stands, yeah. So they're all standing backstage and Nick Cage pops in because quentin tarantino doesn't have a real plan so it's like all right well i guess i'm just gonna beat this guy up now so yeah nick they cage fight. yeah nick cage pops in they fight
0: but the fight is like
1: it's i mean
0: it's like it's
1: like watching a high school theater production yeah like, learn like do like stage fighting you know yeah
0: yeah and then like
1: it's really fake
0: but it's so fake, and then it's like almost martial arts movie type yeah. fighting. He throws like five punches but like, only quickly, Tommy. and they all like get blocked.
1: And then Tommy does like a like a roundhouse. Oh
0: yeah, he does like a he's flying like, kick.
1: he's <laughs> <laughs> he so, like a praying mantis.
0: Right. So Nick Cage, he's trying to get his licks in. He's throwing punches and Tommy, and they're going back and forth. Yeah,
1: it's like you know when you, I don't know like if you ever did theater or anything, like they mm. teach you like an easy way to fake punch somebody is to like clap like, oh you, like, yeah go next to their head and you like clap like that yeah so that, like you can so the audience can like hear this out like i'm pretty sure i saw him clap yeah like it was that bad <laughs>
0: yeah and then so he takes julie <laughs> nick cage like grabs julie by the hand and they try to run away from tommy right
1: and the band starts playing. And the band starts playing again. Yeah, the this Johnny whole time there's
0: clearly people fighting on stage, and the band's just like, Oh well, well, time to time to start playing again. Johnny are you queer, boy? Johnny are you queer? And it's like, stop the music. There's people fighting. Break up the do something.
1: And the teacher faints on stage. Oh my
0: god, the teacher faints. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Um But yeah, so he grabs Julie by the hand and they run off stage, and then Julie runs to the snack. Bar or whatever, the the snack table grabs like a plate. Like, like a
1: guacamole or something? Maybe. I don't know, it's California. Yeah, that's so true. It's that's the true. Avocados. And
0: then, so she throws it, or like pies basically. And <laughs> yeah, she pies him in the, the
1: face, but he overreacts. And, and he just, gets like, he
0: like knocked gets- unconscious! <laughs> Nick, poor Nick Cage, is out there throwing punches and doing the best he can, and Julie, like, Julie, gently like, presses Julie, avocado on his face. Gently
1: places avocado on his face, and he's like, oh my god, and he over.
0: And he's done. And they run away, they get into the car, the car that drove him to, that drove Julie to the dance, and the, the guy's like, hey. Were you going night. to the Sheraton? Yeah, he's cra- like, yeah. Crazy night, huh? And it's like, yeah. And then they play I'll Stop the World and Melt with you for a third time. And that's it.
1: And then roll the credits and Nick Cage gets first bill.
0: Yeah, the name of the movie is Valley Girl and Nicolas Cage is the first credit. <laughs> Why is it not, uh, what's her name, Deborah Foreman?
1: Because Deborah Foreman wasn't... In... Because they didn't want
0: to pay her for the poster. Yeah, they didn't
1: want to pay her to be in the poster. <laughs> All put right. Her name first.
0: All right. I got to ask questions. Oh my God. What is the best Nick Cage scene in this movie? You want me to run him by you quickly again? No, I think, okay. I think I know it. Okay.
1: It's the breakup scene.
0: That is a good scene. Oh, simply for the fuck off, for real, like totally, or whatever. What <laughs> yeah. was it? I have it written here. Fuck off, for sure, like totally. And
1: then I love that oh, that one. scene turns into him getting really drunk, and I loved watching him pretend to be drunk.
0: Well, I mean, we'll discuss it in a few weeks, I'm sure, but, uh, I mean, he won his Academy Award for playing a drunk and leaving Las Vegas, so he plays a drunk well. Mm, Not in this one. Not in this one, though. (laughs) Not in this one.
1: (laughs) Probably because he wasn't even, like, 21 yet. Well, I guess the drinking age, then was 18, maybe. Yeah, I guess so. But still, I mean.
0: Yeah. But, um, yeah, that...
1: Yeah, I don't know. I Hello, loved it. Samantha. It <laughs> yeah. really took me by surprise. Well, yeah, those two scenes blend into each other <laughs> That's me. true. That's true. I think of that all as, like, one moment in my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Not, when, not when he's in the shower.
1: Oh, my God. Pretending to shoot people. <laughs> That's Probably good, not. too. He doesn't say anything.
0: What do you think is the worst Nick Cage scene? What does yeah. nothing for you?
1: The first scene that you see him. Yeah. I was really underwhelmed. I was like, yeah. oh, no, is he not going to be good? Cause yeah. Because he, he's just on the beach, not wearing a shirt. Honestly, so superficial of me to say this, but, like, isn't in as good shape as he was in Best of Times. Oh, my
0: God. Well, he was ripped in Best of Times. He looked times.
1: amazing in Best and of Times. And he's still in phenomenal shape. No, he's like he's in, in great this movie, shape. But yeah. His face was really janky.
0: <laughs> oh, my God, his face.
1: <laughs> no, his body looked fine, but yeah. definitely not as good as it did in Best of Times. Yeah, but, I mean, that's not... That wasn't, like, I was like, oh, no, he's, like, his body doesn't look good. I'm going to hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was just... I don't know, he walked in, he didn't say anything, like, of note. Yeah. Like, the audio was so bad, I couldn't even hear him. I mean, he mumbles everything anyway. He does, he sure does in and this that, movie. Yeah, that was really evident from the start, and, like, through the entire movie, and, like, for the rest of his career. Like, he's not a very, like, legible
0: speaker. <laughs> 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 Alright, best scream. Is it when he's in the car, and does, ha ha! <laughs> Is it one of the fuck yous? What do you think? I, I don't know. I, I. It's probably the haha for me. It's probably
1: the haha. It's probably the haha.
0: <laughs> and then uh, best outfit. I think we already talked about yeah. it. It's when he's in the mall. <coughs> with the, 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 leopard with the leopard print blouse.
1: Well, well, I think that's tied with like the weird pirate costume he shows up in the party scene. Where... The
0: Rufio costume. <laughs> yeah.
1: When Quentin Tarantino's hair is like pink.
0: <laughs> it's uh, like Rufio. <laughs> Rufio's got red. Is there
1: change colors through the movie? It yeah, he dyed it like it red blue. and blue and pink
0: mm-hmm. and yeah. But um <laughs> yeah, so that's best dress, best scene, worst scene, best scream. Best green, yeah. Do we do any other uh, awards? Any other Nick Cage awards?
1: I mean, we can just like the most. Stereotypical Nick Cage moment, or we should call well, it the most, we... nu- <laughs> the most nouveau shamanic moment. The
0: most nouveau shamanic moment. We should
1: start talking about those.
0: Mm. I don't even know what nouveau shamanic is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does. It's provocative. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, then in that case, it's probably the bathtub or the or the shower. Yeah,
1: it's it's any scene where he doesn't have dialogue mm. but makes a makes a choice. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Weirdest choice. <laughs> We're just That's acting choices. That's what Neuroshamatic will be. Okay, all right. From here on out, all right. Would you watch this movie again? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I probably wouldn't either. Would you show this movie to anybody?
1: Probably not.
0: No, I probably wouldn't either. If there's I'm gonna, better like
1: eighties yeah. rom coms, yeah. that even is what this was.
0: Yeah. All right. What um we didn't talk about uh the the numbers for this movie, but it, it is it was critically. Loved. Um, I think yeah. you said it was something like 80%, 81% on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Please hold. Please hold. I'll play I'll Stop the World I with you. <laughs> some elevator music. Um...
0: What is it on IMDb?
1: It's 6.4 out of 10.
0: Okay, so that's I'm not as find... good as like Fast Times at Richmond High. <laughs> Does it have the Metacritic there too? No, I have to yeah. find right, somewhere okay. else. Maybe we
1: can... All right, well, while I'm doing that, do you want to talk mm. about like the actors in the movie, like, who you think was good, who you think was really bad?
0: <sighs> Nobody was particularly good. <laughs> um, Julie was definitely a weak link. Um, oh, yeah, it would
1: have been way better if it was... Um,
0: Michelle Pfeiffer? was that who, mm-hmm. who was supposed to be? Yeah. 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Unbelievable. I think that's higher than Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Um, I think that was, like, 78 or something. 78? Yeah. Unbelievable. Four points higher. This was objectively worse. Mm-hmm. Where do you rank this movie in the three that we've seen? Best of Times, uh, Fast Times of Ridgemont High, and Valley Girl.
1: As a, as a movie, best Fast Times of Ridgemont High is way better than Valley Girl or yeah. Best of Times. But
0: it's for Nick K- Cage, yeah.
1: I think I would put this first.
0: You're putting this first? I'm putting this one. Oof. In terms of enjoyability, oh man, I don't know. I don't know. I it's I, I enjoyed Best of Times. Yeah, we I mean, can tie. We, we got to yeah. rank them. We got to rank them.
1: Okay, I'll still okay, I'll put Best of Times then Valley Girl then Fast Times Richmond one.
0: Huh? Yeah. I think so. That makes sense.
1: It's hard cuz Best of I mean, there was 10 minutes that he was on screen in Best of Times. And this whole movie, you know, he had the top billing. Yeah. He let it
0: yeah, yeah, but, you know, it wasn't a good movie. No, but... And, like, I didn't have as much fun with this one as, as I did with... um. That's true. Um, Best, Best of, of Times. Best of Times
1: really dragged in the second half, but oh, this movie yeah. dragged entirely.
0: <laughs> All those Especially those scenes that do nothing for the plot and are just to yeah. show boobs or something.
1: Yeah, or to show a car making a U turn
0: or something. <laughs> yes. All, All right. right. Well, was a long I th- podcast. That was probably a long episode, so thanks for sticking with us. Next week we're going to uh, discuss, I think we mentioned it earlier, Rumblefish. So um, it is, uh, I believe, a um, Francis Ford Coppola movie, as you said. Correct. and And he plays a character called Smokey. He's not one of the top-built, so we'll see how this goes. I'm excited. Yeah.
1: All right. Now you know why the Nick Cage bird sings.
0: Thanks for listening, everybody. Take care. Bye.